doing no work is better than doing bad work. Doesn't it sound right that a 16-hour day is more productive than a 10-hour work day? It sounds right. We think so, as yeah. As soon as you start getting tired and not being at your best, not only are those hours not net zero, but they're net negative mm -hmm. because you're actually doing bad work. Do you ever wonder how a billionaire starts his day? I do, all the time. I think knowing how a billionaire starts his day and runs his day is something that we all could take some tips from to live better, more productive lives. And here's the kicker. It's surprisingly more simple and easier than you could imagine. Not some elaborate have-to-do list in the morning where you've got to do 10 things in the first hour in order to have a completely fulfilling day. It's just one or two things that they implement that really works well for them. And here on our high-performance tip for today, Jeff Hoffman, Priceline Billionaire, tells us about how he starts and operates throughout the day. Jeff, I got to ask you um, before we wrap up about your habits and your any type of daily routines. And so you said a couple times you mentioned about staying up all night and studying industries to where you can provide value. Do we, are you sleeping a regular? Are you the type of entrepreneur that can only do four hours a night and you have for the past 40 years? Or are you getting your eight hours, seven, eight hours of sleep in per night? How's that? How's that for you? Um, I, I think sleep is in both incredibly valuable and incredibly underrated. <laughs> the reason is that a lot of times people think, well, if I, uh, doesn't it sound right that a 16 hour day is more productive than a 10 hour work day? It sounds right. We think so. As, yeah. As soon as you start getting tired and not being at your best, not only are those hours not net zero, but they're net negative mm -hmm. because you're actually doing bad work. Now doing no work is better than doing bad work. So sleep's important. Now, to be honest, I never get enough sleep at night. So I am a big uh, believer in the power nap. Okay. If you need a nap in the middle of the day, go take it. Because the, 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 the turbo charge you'll get on the remaining four hours of your day because of a 30-minute nap, 30 nap is a better benefit than working the whole rest of the day tired and not really being your best. So I try to, I'm not good at getting sleep. I need more but I am a believer in what I've tended to do now when I get older is when I'm tired, I sleep. And when I got to work, I got to work. And so, and by the way, COVID helped with that because if you're at home and you're doing your work online anyway, it doesn't matter if the offices are open or closed, just get the work done. Right. So I focus more on when do I feel like I'm at my peak mental and physical performance, not what the clock says. It's when is my productivity highest. And so my sleep schedule Again, I don't try to continue working on something when I'm tired just because I'm. it, it sounds right to say, I'm going to pull an all-nighter. If you're going to pull an all-nighter and produce a crappy product, go to bed, get up early, and produce a good product. Um, so that's a big piece of it. But you asked about the morning habit. Yeah. Um, and I have created a habit that I that is, for me, uh, really born a lot of fruit. And that habit is uh, that something I invented that I call info sponging. The word doesn't mean anything. It's just my term. Um, but here's what info sponging is about. Every, what I've noticed is that the world's most innovative people and companies, Chris, are people that take the time to go see what the rest of the world is doing outside of their industry and to take cool ideas that other industries have created and synthesize them in a new way in their industry. So I started to notice that all my heroes in business do that. 
right? And what I mean is as opposed to, if you were in the travel industry and I invited you to the healthcare conference, you'd be like, dude, we're in travel. We don't do healthcare. Why would we go to a healthcare conference? And therein lies the missed opportunity. What I noticed about my most successful friends was I'd be catch them reading something about the travel industry. I'd be like, uh, uh, I mean, about healthcare. And I'd be like, aren't you in travel? And he's like, yeah, but man, let's see what healthcare is up to. They might have some good ideas we can steal. The most innovative people synthesize ideas from the other, other industries, and they're the first ones to bring it to their industry. Yeah. And before I explain what info sponging is, I'll tell you the story that highlighted it for me. It was a true story. It was a guy in the fast food industry and their fat, this is a real story, their fast food chain stopped growing. And they were frustrated and said, we got to do something new and innovative in fast food. And so what most of the people did was they made the mistake I just talked about, which is you always spend all your time in your industry. So they were looking at the fast food industry and they were sitting there saying, is there any way to make burgers or fries faster? And the answer was no. And they're like, we're out of ideas. But one guy, again, true story, he left. He said, I'm going to go check out what banks are up to these days. And the other people were like, banks, they don't serve French fries. That's a waste of time. So we went to go see what the banks were doing. And the first few banks were a waste of time. But the fourth bank he went to, Chris, the, uh, he couldn't park in their parking lot because in the parking lot there were pickup trucks piles of wood, hammers, nails, and carpenters. And he said, what are you guys doing? And they said, we came up with this really cool new idea no one's ever thought of before, and we're going to build it. Mm -hmm. And he said, what is it? And they said, when we finish it, we're going to call this thing a drive-through window. And so he got <laughs> his car, zoomed back to his fast food place, and the first drive-through window in fast food industry was not invented by the fast food industry. Some guy stole it from the side of a bank and said, holy crap, that's a good idea. That company was later acquired and rolled up into McDonald's because of its innovation for being the first fast food. They don't call themselves that. They call themselves quick serve. Mm -hmm. The first quick serve restaurant that ever had a drive through window and they stole it. So my morning practice, I call info sponging. Every day, this is what I recommend you do. For every day, for the first 15 minutes of the day, that's it. You can spend the whole rest of your day on travel or whatever you want your business. For 15 minutes a day, every day, before you start your day, you do not work for your company and you are not in your industry. And the challenge is to learn one new thing a day, every day. So every day I spend 10 or 15 minutes and I learn one new thing about something someone else in some other industry is doing. At the end, I write down one sentence of what I learned when I do my info funding. Hmm. And what I do is, if you think of these sentences like puzzle pieces, every time I learn something new, it's like collecting another piece of a puzzle. And you put all the puzzle pieces on the table and you move them all around and you try to guess what is the pattern in the data? What are these puzzle pieces going to form when I've collected enough of them? And that's how innovation happens. Yeah. So every morning I learn one new thing and I take all the things I've learned and I stare at them and I was like, is there something pattern forming? Is there some cool idea? that I could assemble cool ideas from around the world and create something new that no one's ever thought of before. That is my daily morning. I do my info sponging every day. I learn one new thing a day and I stare at it for a while to see if it triggers, combined with other ideas, a brand new idea that I've never thought of before. What'd you think of that? A bit more simpler than you thought, huh? So 
I want to leave you guys with a couple things. One, when is your peak time per day? And are you maxing that out and still continuing to work even though you're tired and producing half-ass work that needs to be redone and causes you to do more work? And also, let's try out some info sponging. See if we can put those pieces of the puzzle together for us all to live more optimized and high-performing lives. If you like what you're hearing and you want to make sure you don't miss any of these high-performance tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share with your friends. See you on the next episode.